Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So in a past episode, we talked about college and whether or not that was the right path for everyone. Today, I kind of want to expand on that topic a little bit more and talk about an issue that is super important to me, student loans. So college is extremely expensive, and it's become really easy for students to pay for school by taking out loans from the government, but this creates a whole lot of problems, which we're going to get into. So tell me, Connor, did you take out student loans? Oh, yes. Once upon a time, I did. What about you? I did. I did too many. (laughs) (laughs) And remind me, you told me on an earlier episode, but did you end up not graduating? I didn't graduate. So that's like even worse because at least you have your piece of your magical piece of paper that says (laughs) you're you're an adult, right? I didn't even (laughs) get that piece of paper. So I'm on the on the hook for some some debt that I didn't even get anything out of. (laughs) Wow. It's a so little why, l- l- So let me ask you then, why uh, why did you uh, take out a loan? I can share my experience, but let's start with you. Why did you take out a loan to go to college? Well, and this is the worst part of it. And this is, do not try this at home. I guess I should label this. Uh, <laughs> so I did not go to college until I was older. And so I didn't have to use like my parents' income or anything to try to get, you know, student you know, financial aid. So because I wasn't working, I was able to get Pell Grants, which basically meant my school was paid for with a grant. I didn't even have to pay it back. But because I was silly and young, I thought, you know what? I don't really want to work, so I'm going to take out loans to pay rent. Or I'm going to take out loans to, you know, maybe go on that school vacation with my history class to D.C. or do this and that. But it did not occur to me when I was 18 that I was going to – or not 18, I guess I was 24 then – but that I would have to pay all this back someday. It didn't even occur to me. (laughs) And it's interesting, too, because you talk about Pell Grants, and and that's uh, from the government – and the government uh, is involved in either giving out grants or they'll provide uh, subsidized loans. In other words, they'll make loans cheap or they'll be the ones to loan out money. And when you look at everyone in the United States of America put together who owe money to the government for education loans, college loans, it, it's such a staggering number. It is one, it, it's over, I think, $1.6 trillion uh, that people owe to the government with these loans. And a lot of people in the news in the past few years, especially when we've had, you know, Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez mm-hmm. and all these people who are trying to make socialism popular, they've been making these arguments that have caught on with a lot of interest among people who are, you know, in school or recently graduated uh, from college. And that is to have what's called student loan forgiveness. In other words, these people have taken out so many loans and they have to pay so much money back to go to college. Now what they're saying is taxpayers should just pay for that. I mean, taxpayers are already paying so much to subsidize college, right? Like if you think about uh, someone going to a a state-run university, which is I think most universities are kind of uh, run by the government. And so taxpayers are already paying for a ton of what goes on there. And then students also pay tuition to attend, which helps. But if the government, if taxpayers were not paying for all of that, the tuition price would be way more. Um, And so taxpayers are already helping a ton or or being forced to help. And then on top of that, uh, for the little amount that they're asked to pay, now these, a lot of these people are saying, we shouldn't have to pay anything. We we shouldn't have to pay back the loans we get. Uh, Why do you suppose, Brittany, that, that that idea is so attractive to a lot of people? 
I think there's a few reasons. One, I think there's a lack of personal responsibility, which people just don't want to have to suffer the consequences for their own actions. And a lot of times when you're young, you don't think about the consequences of your actions. I know I certainly didn't. That doesn't mean you shouldn't have to pay for them. Um, I think another problem is because it is such a, the, the word is Ponzi scheme. I won't try to find that, but it almost seems like a scam would be a way to say that because you have these 18 year olds who are just out of high school. They don't know a whole lot about the their future. They don't know a whole lot about finance or economics even. And all of a sudden you have education educators, schools, colleges throwing money at them, telling them, no, no, just take out this money. It's for school. It's fine. You know, take out $10,000 each semester, maybe even more. And so a lot of these people, they kind of feel hoodwinked. They feel like they got duped, right? Because they were so young, they didn't know what they were doing, but they still signed their name to that loan. They still took out that money. So a lot of people are rightfully angry. Not only that, if you don't pay out or pay off your loans, let's say you didn't get a job after college, let's say you you couldn't pay back your loans, a lot of bad things can happen to you. For one, let's say you do get a job, they can start garnishing your paycheck. They can take some of your paycheck just right out of your check so that you're not getting it to, to help you pay off those loans. Another thing they can do, we've talked about occupational licenses before. Let's say you have an occupational license to do, I don't know that this is going to be specific for, I don't know if this is real for this day, but let's say you have a, um, give me a profession. I can't even think of one right now. Let's see. Uh, like uh, an accountant. Let's say an accountant. Cosmetologist. Or sure. cosmet- okay. Can- well, either one. Accountant. Let's say you don't pay your student loans back. You miss a few payments. Some states will even take your license away so you can't work. So they're they're telling you to pay them, but then they're taking away your means to pay them. So it's just a, a mm. messed up system. So let me ask you this. When, I, when my wife and I bought a home, uh, we actually had to get a loan from the bank because we didn't have, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars unfortunately. (laughs) And (laughs) so we went to the bank and we had to get a loan and the bank wanted to ask us a lot of questions, right? Because they wanted to determine if we could pay back the loan, if we had the ability to pay the bank back because the bank was going to be the one paying, you know, the, the builder and so forth, all the money. So they were going to be out all of that money. They needed to make it back and then charge interest. And so they wanted to make sure that Connor and his wife could actually afford the loan that we could every month make our payments. And so they were looking into, you know, where do you work and how much money do you make and how much money do you have on your credit card and what are your other debts? Because they wanted to assure themselves that they could pay, except when there's student loans, when we're talking about money to go to college, it's almost like automatic to get to get these student loans, they, they don't have the same, um, what would you call it? The same analysis. Like qualifications or, the, or like, there's a better word we're missing. <laughs> yeah. And so I guess my point is that when, when a student is applying, let's say it's a freshman and they're going to do four years of school, the, the bank or in a lot of cases, the government really has no way of knowing if this person is going to get a good job in four years if uh, they're going to be able to find employment and pay them back. They're just giving out these loans and saying, okay, here you go. Now you can go to college because we think going to college is important or whatever. And uh, without any assurance that the taxpayers, right, the government is is going to get paid back. And that creates a lot of hazard, a lot of problems, because then you have uh, bad incentives. For example, uh, if if the government or the bank were to say, well, you know what, if you go to college to become a doctor or to become an accountant or a web developer or whatever, 
we know that the market is really good for those positions. They pay well. So sure, we'll give you a loan. But if you want to go to college to do like gender studies or, you know, racial inclusivity or whatever some of these like hot button uh, social justice kind of things are, maybe it would be smarter if the bank or the government were to say, well, you know, people who study uh, this don't end up getting good jobs. They end up working at Starbucks for the rest of their yep. life. And so <laughs> sure, we'll give you a loan, but you're not going to get as much money and we're going to charge you a lot more interest because, you know, you're going to have to pay us back a lot more because we're worried that, you know, you're going to have a harder time. That would be smarter because then they're treating different students differently rather than just saying, okay, here you go. We're just going to hand out all this money. And pretty soon, like now, it's like $1.8 trillion later, and we're still running into problems. We're running into so many problems, the biggest of which, too, like aside from just not being able to pay it back because you can't afford it, it actually makes tuition for college more expensive. So the government will give out these, um, well, not the Pell Grants, the loans, and there's some sort of statute, I don't remember what it's called, where the tuition has to be a certain percentage of the loan they give. So basically, every time they give out student loans, the school has to raise tuition in order to get the loans. So here you've got this cycle where you can't pay for college, so you take out a student loan, and then the school has to raise tuition, so you need to take out more student loans, but then the school has to raise tuition again because you took out more student loans, and it just keeps repeating itself. This is nuts. We've talked a little bit before about a company called Praxis uh, that yes. is helping uh, people who are you know college age to be able to learn skills and get good jobs. And what's so interesting about that is, you know, for anyone listening right now, if you're a teenager, if you're kind of thinking about your next few years, it is very possible to figure out how to, uh, you know, get educated enough and get a job and get right into the workforce and then work your way up the, the ladder, as it's called, you know, gain more skills, get promoted, get more responsibilities within, four, let's say, four years to the point where maybe you're then making, you know, 40,000, 50, 60, 70,000, depending on your field. And then all of a sudden, four years goes by, you now have four years of experience, you have all these relationships from networking and different, you know, companies you've worked at, you have no debt, you have a bunch of money because you're probably single, right? Or maybe newly <laughs> married. So your your expenses are very low. Meanwhile, you get a no, new coworker who shows up at work, right? Four years after you started. And it's someone your exact same age who went to college to learn how to do what you've been doing for four years. And they have a ton of debt that's going to take them, you know, maybe a decade or two to pay off. And they're earning, you know, 10, 20, 30,000 less than you are. I mean, when you look at the numbers like that, it's like, why would anyone do this? Look, college makes a lot of sense for some professions. There's, you know, as we talk about in the book, Skip College, there's just certain cases in which it's the right decision or you have to do it and jump through those hoops. But there's so many instances in which that amount of debt uh, can be totally avoided. And let me ask you, Brittany, I mean, maybe this is a little too personal, but to the extent you want to share, what, what, um, how do you feel because you are in debt, because you have these student loans, what type of emotions or what type of feelings does that debt, uh, cause you to feel? It is frustrating. And I get a little angry at, at younger Brit because I wish I could tell her, you know, don't do this. This is not the smart thing to do. 
But I was not in the same headspace as, you know, a younger person. You only think about the now sometimes. You don't think of all the other things. So it makes me frustrated. It makes me angry. And it makes me a little bit sad because it is literally like like being shackled, right? Like I have weights to me because I'm going to have this large amount of money that could very well follow me my whole life because student loans are not something you can just pay off, right? They're very, very, they're a lot of money. And so it makes me feel very frustrated. I get very angry, but but I can't always get mad at the government because I did take them out, right? I have to get a little bit mad at myself. But yes, very but frustrating think, situation. And I think it's hard because a lot of adults don't really uh, tell us when we're younger of any difference, right? It's just kind of, or any different opportunities. It's just the conveyor belt. Like, oh, this is what you do. You know, after high school, you go to college and you just go through it and you figure out what you want to do when you're an adult. And what you want to do for your job. And it's like this, this expectation is built in where the colleges love that, right? Because they get like automatic customers because, yep. oh, everyone's got to go to college. So here we go. And we can make them pay a bunch of money and charge in, like you were talking about earlier, just keep raising those rates. And uh, and it becomes very frustrating that, you know, we, we never, when we were younger, were really exposed to alternatives. I think a lot of these alternatives have you know, emerged in recent years, like Praxis that we talked about. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, more recent. More but, apprenticeships probably too in the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah. But it just feels like it's such a disservice to young people to just give them the assumption that this is what is done and this is what you have to expect when, you know, and, and, and to be fair, I mean, there are people who go to college but still find a way to, you know, work their way through college and, and pay for everything directly. Um, you know, whether you're getting scholarships or grants or just attending like a, a low, um, a low tuition university, right? Like you don't have to go to the like crazy expensive college ones. or something where you can, yeah, you go. Yeah, for sure. Or, you know, going to like a trade school, you know, where maybe you're there for a year or two and now you're a plumber, you're a HVAC repair person, but you're making 40 bucks an hour, yep. you know, like that's uh Mike Rowe talks about yes. that a lot. The guy who did dirty jobs, his whole thing is saying like, look, you can, you don't have to go to school and get all this debt and then work at Starbucks. You can go to a trade school for a very limited amount of time and then make a ton of money and have a good life. And you or know, even pay for college with that, right? You could decide later on after trade True. school that you want to go back to school, but you don't have to worry about the debt. And I think that's the most important part, not having to worry about the debt. Yeah. And, and none of this is, is a knock on learning, of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, education is so critical. Gaining new skills is amazing. <laughs> Um, but we have to get away from this idea that that can only happen inside the walls of a classroom. Um, if, if anything, you know, COVID and the internet and everything should be teaching us that education can happen literally anywhere and, in fact, can often happen for free. And so in light of that, you know, I mean, there's schools that have put their entire courses online for free. If you really want to just learn things you, you can learn basically anything these yep. days for free. And so it becomes a question of, do you want to be in debt, you know, 50,000, 80,000, 150,000, whatever it ends up being, which is a ton of money. But do you want to be in, in debt that amount just to get, as you talked about earlier, that piece of paper, right? Because that's in the end, that's kind of all you're buying for all that money is the, the piece of paper because the education could be found elsewhere. And so th that is such an important question, I think, for young people to think about. Look, if you're going to make that decision, more power to you, but make that decision with your eyes wide open, right? Make sure that you're informed so that, you know, older Brit doesn't have to shake her head at younger Brit <laughs> yep. or older Connor isn't like, you know, younger Connor, why didn't you know about this? Let's make sure that we're as informed as possible uh, because you're right, Brit, whether uh, for school or for other reasons, debt like hangs over you like a cloud. 
and uh, can really affect a lot of the decisions that you want to make. You might want to do something else with that money. You might want to, you know, invest. You might want to start a company. But when we have debt, it kind of controls us. And so, um, it's a really important topic for young people to be thinking about, planning ahead for. Uh, because we live in a totally different world where there's so many opportunities and choices um, outside of the college conveyor belt to consider. So uh, we will link on the show notes page today uh, to Praxis, the company that we've mentioned, especially if you are a teenager, young adult, go check them out. Amazing organization. Uh, We will also link to Skip College uh, as well. If you haven't picked that up yet, you can get that and and get reading as well. So head to tuttletwins.com slash Uh, podcast. Make sure you're subscribed. Please share this. Let's get other families listening as well. Britt, thanks as always, and we'll talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.